Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? Uh, today is a really fun one. So our last episode, we had Pragya and Larry on talking about how they had started a business in selling goods and products. Um, and this week, we actually have Joe Slater on, who started his own business as well, called Slater Admissions Advising. And this one it's less about creating and developing a product to sell. You're, you're selling yourself and your knowledge, and that's the real um, asset. And so wanted to give the other side of that entrepreneur business world. Um, so thank you so much, Joe, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. So um, for anyone who's interested, you can go to slateradvising.com, and, and that's his website, and you'll see everything that's on there. But uh, just getting down into the nitty gritty, like what made you start this business? Because I know it's kind of a more recent endeavor. And, you know, in the past, however many years you've been doing mm-hmm. similar things, but kind of doing it for someone else, working for someone else in different aspects, you know, kind of surrounding this field. Yeah. Um, well, this was always the goal for me was to have my own business, um, you know, to, to really take control, you know, over my life, um, and be able to, to, you know, set my own schedule, uh, work the amount of hours that I want to work, um, you know, not, not really be, you know, part of the, the corporate world, uh, <laughs> anymore. And it, and it took a long time of being in, and it wasn't even a corporate world uh, that I was in, uh, but it was in a world that was very similar, um, which was, you know, uh, the university space. So did you, so you started, um, okay, so maybe like a little more background. So you, for, I forgot to give this. So Joe started, um, was doing like collegiate coaching for baseball, ended up going into doing, um, and you can fill in the blanks on this one. Yeah. Going into, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, going in how I met Joe was through a company that helps, um, students get into colleges and he just is an pretty much an expert, I'd say. And especially the athlete side, although he does it all and recently branched into, Hey, I'm going to make my own company and, you know, centering around the knowledge that I know and have learned and have studied and, and researched, which is the college admissions pro- admissions process, um, getting whether it's NCAA, college, um, the different avenues of how do I, what is my goal and how do I achieve that goal and in getting into those colleges for it. Um, did I miss anything big there <laughs> that yeah. led you to your no. path? <laughs> no, it was, uh, I mean, for me, it was, you know, my goal was always to become a, a division one college baseball, you know, head coach or, you know, assistant coach, uh, you know, where essentially making enough money coaching baseball to, to have a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for years uh, and then got to a point where, you know, it was just, I was starting a family Um and get married and was about to, you know, and was talking to my wife about, you know, what my next steps were. And it was just kind of like, oh, well, you know, maybe a job will open up in Utah. 
And she was like, I don't want to move to Utah. <laughs> and, it, and I was just like, oh, man. So, you know, the only jobs that I can take are in Northern California. And there's only about five Division <laughs> One college baseball programs in California. And each of those only have three paid jobs. And, oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. there's 15 jobs out there. And there's... <laughs> 50,000 people trying to get them. Yeah. And not a high Um, turnover rate, right? (laughs) No, no. Once you get it, you park in it as long as you possibly can. Um, You know, there are guys at those programs that had been there 18 years, 36 years, you know, like, so it's just those, you know, I wanted to do the same thing. Like I wanted to get there and I wanted to park and, you know, and be happy. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just, it's really competitive. Um, so I decided to kind of switch it up and get into the administrative side. Um, and then I spent a few years at, uh, I moved over to UC Berkeley and I spent a few years in operations and uh, in fundraising uh, and then ended up working uh, as kind of like a, in, as an, a liaison with admissions for uh, some of the student athletes who were applying to Cal. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that process, you know, I, I just kept getting frustrated, you know, with the athletics world and with, you know, this, the, you know, the kind of corporate structure where it's like, man, I am just, I'm killing myself every day working so hard. And, you know, I always felt like, oh, I've come up with a good idea and I brought it in, you know, like took it, project managed it from beginning to end and it was successful. And at the end of the day, like, what did that get? me you know like uh, people were like hey good job and it was just like all right well but what about like a promotion or more money or (laughs) you know like (laughs) something and it it was just like oh you know just kind of bide your time bide your time you'll get there (laughs) you know and it was just like the time scale wasn't working for me Um, and so I always kind of had the vision of like I'd like to start my own business someday and do my own thing and then but I never knew I was always like, but I don't have anything. I don't have any skill. Mm. I don't have any, like anything to offer, uh, you know, to the world. Like what is my business that I could possibly do? And, uh, and then I came across college advising a friend who started doing it. And then it was just like a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, Oh my God, like I have that. skill, <laughs> You know, like I've been, I've been working with, kids for years I've been taking kids through the admissions process I've been um you know I've done all of these things that are required I could do this and Mm -hmm. and so then it was just like I I as soon as I found that I I just kind of made a switch in my mind and I was like all right I'm gonna do that and then I kind of you know mapped it out and and you know it was has been a course of about three years now uh, from that moment to, you know, kind of like launching my own private thing, um, you know, but it, it's, 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 it's worked. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's working so far. Yeah, it's working so far. No, that's so cool. Especially to see your like continuous check-ins with yourself and your passions and like, why am I doing this? I think like so often it's like, you know, I got to do this and this. And then you're like, okay, why though? Okay. Maybe I just, you know, I just, yes, I want to enjoy what I'm doing, but there's also the aspect of like, I want to live comfortably and have enough money and feel like I'm being rewarded for the amount I'm putting in. 
Um, and then having those touch bases and then being like, okay, what's, what's parallel to the work I'm doing and the knowledge I already mm -hmm. have that people want, you know, out there in the world. Um, yeah. and then like, I feel like it's one thing to have the idea, but it's also I to, to take that leap, uh, and be brave to actually do it, you know, like, um, I feel like I always am like, Oh, wouldn't this be cool? Uh, and then I, I think I, the, the real power comes from, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's dive in, let's commit. Yeah. So what did that look like? When were you like, all right, this is happening. Um, and then what did it take to just get things up and running, like to become a business, uh, getting the website, the LLC, whatever else you needed. Yeah. Uh, what did that look like? Well, the first thing, you know, for, for me, it was, you know, it's been years. I didn't even know I was doing it for years, but I was building up, you know, the knowledge base and mm -hmm. the contacts and kind of the reputation uh, that you eventually need to be successful. So, you know, if I was working in, in a random industry and had that idea, you know, it's, it would have been a lot harder to, to just jump right in. Yeah. Um, but like, I came into this with a ton of experience in that in the in that world already um so then it was just kind of a how do i you know get credentialed in some way or you know like how do i make it mm. make it official um and so i looked around and luckily for me um i was working at uc berkeley and there was a uc berkeley uh certification course for college admissions advising huh. and i was like great um, and so I told my boss at Cal, I was like, Hey, I'm going to quit and go do this. Um, but I have to do this course. If you pay for it, if Cal pays for it, I'll stay as long as Cal is paying for it. And it's like a year and a half long course. Uh, and they were like, <laughs> they were like, okay, great. Like you'll stay for a year and a half. Like fantastic. Um, awesome. so I, uh, I, I started taking the courses, took two, two at a time to get through it faster, um, you know, kept working in my job that I had um, and asked them to allow me more, you know, uh, exposure to the admissions side, uh, you know, as well as what I was doing for fundraising. Um, and they were really accommodating, which was awesome. Um, they put me in charge of a really important piece of the process uh, for Cal Athletics. And I was able to work with, you know, 15 different teams um, and helping their student athletes get through the admissions process and doing the pre-reads and doing a bunch of different mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so built up some really good experience and, uh, and knowledge there. And then, uh, and, and the whole time I was going through and, got to, uh, you know, going through the, the education program. Um, and by the time I did a year of that, uh, of both of those two things, I felt really ready uh, to make the jump and uh, decided to go into, uh, I, I, I didn't want to jump, you know, straight off the diving board. Um, so I, uh, I found kind of a nice middle ground, which was a company in the area that I uh, that I lived that does this, you know, uh, full time and, and, and they 
allowed me to come in and really understand the process better. I'm really like a learn by doing person. Um, and so they brought me on mm -hmm. and I didn't have to worry about sales. I didn't have to worry about going out and getting clients and websites or anything like that. <laughs> I was able to just sit there and just focus on the process and take a, you know, a, uh, a cohort of kids from, you know, beginning to end April through December, um, you know, through the admissions process and allow them to, you know, and, and learn it and get them in and they got into colleges and they went off and they were happy. And I was like, all right, awesome. I can do this. And cool. then I had a lot of, you know, the confidence in that. And then the next year I was able yeah. to kind of, you know, half and half, half in, half out with that company. Um, and mm -hmm. then this year I was able to, you know, go off on my own. Yeah, that's awesome. And being able to like, n instead of trying to just like fully dive in when maybe you still need to do all of the things to prepare yourself, being able to have that where you, Hey, I'm pursuing this and letting, you know, your employer know at the time, like, this is something I'm really passionate about. And, you know, if when you have made that reputation as a good employee and like a huge asset to the program, they're going to want to keep you longer and, and they're mm -hmm. going to want to see you succeed. So, you know, if you can tell them how to support you and make an arrangement there, that's, that's not taking too much away from them, but can really help you flourish. Like that's huge. And then sets you up. So, you're you're ready for the next step and then taking a little further with the next step and then ready to go out on your own right it doesn't have to be like i quit my day job today and suddenly i'm trying to figure everything out at once right yeah 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 and i had a like a four-month-old baby at the no, time and uh <laughs> yeah and, and had all kinds of things going on you know so it wasn't like i couldn't just jump straight off the deep end um yeah. you know and and into and into nowhere. Um, and then, you know, as I have grown the, the solo business since then, you know, all of the things that I learned over the past few years and the experiences that I've gotten are the things that clients are asking about, you oh, know, awesome. when I talk to them, which is like, you know, how many kids have you worked with that got into the UC system? <laughs> how many, you know, like, uh, how many golfers have you worked with? How many, mm -hmm. you know, people want, to know that, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. they're, they're putting their children's future in my hands. Um, yeah. and they don't take that decision lightly, you know? Mm -hmm. And so to just kind of be like, Hey, you know, and I, and I came across this and I remember talking to my wife about it, you know, as I was first deciding how to exit Cal and how to launch this new business, it's just like, you know, I don't want to sit there and tell somebody like, Hey, I theoretically know that I could do this, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like I haven't done it before, but I'm sure that I can, you mm -hmm. know, like I have a lot of very relevant experience. Um, you know, that just didn't, I, I lost, you know, sleep at night thinking about that conversation and, you know, and so the, the having that middle step of, you know, people being delivered to me, you know, Mm. And, and, and just being able to focus on, on servicing them and getting them through and not having to worry about any of the other, you know, uh, things that come along with a, uh, with a business was, was super helpful. Yeah, that's huge. Cause then, cause I think it's good to have, uh, like, you need that confidence, right? To be able to sell oh, yeah. yourself 
And then at the same time, you're like, especially in today's world where there's just so many things out there, it's like you, if you're thinking about, you know, you're going to commit to a person or money or whatever, you're like, okay, yeah, you could talk the talk, but but how do I know? Right. And so getting those things that show back up, right. You're like, okay, look at, look at all the things I've done to make myself ready for this opportunity. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So this is one of the things that is the most uh, interesting to me. And I know a lot of people are in this same boat. Like, so you're getting this, you get the knowledge, you're setting it all up. Um, you need customers, right? So yeah. um, what have you seen helps the most in terms of like marketing and growing your business to get those new clients, um, which in turn makes you, you know, be able to continue yeah. to grow and develop and get, and get the business. So. Well, it's an interesting, it's an interesting space um, because there really isn't much in terms of marketing beyond referral, you know, mm-hmm. like there are companies out there that are doing it, you know, but they're the big corporate national companies mm-hmm. and they're just flooding the market and flooding the zone with advertisements and spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on Google ads and Facebook yeah. ads and Instagram, you know, and like, you know, if I put $300 into, you know, marketing, uh, myself on one of those platforms, I'm just going to get drowned out. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's a space where your reputation is everything and Mm -hmm. you need to prove yourself. And the hard, the hardest part about it is like, how do I prove do it to people so that I can prove I can do it to the next group of people? It's like, (laughs) how do you get that first group? Um, you know, and it's, it's really difficult. And I think the, you know, the, have being able to do it for a year uh, with a company. And, you know, even though I'm not like getting referrals based off of those people, like you just kind of get out there into the industry a little bit. I think the biggest, the biggest thing that I did was start to understand the industry a little bit better. Um, and understand, you know, I came into it with this, like, you know, college athletics mindset where it's like, we're recruiting, we're recruiters. Mm -hmm. It's a baseball team and we're going against, you know, Stanford and Mm -hmm. we're going against USC. And there's only so many like top level talents out there. And, and, and it's this, like, it's this world of scarcity. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I got, and so I entered this profession with that mindset and it wasn't until I really figured out like, Oh no, there's way more customers out there and way more kids out there than we have the ability to handle. Uh, and so everybody's super nice. And like, I started to meet people and they were like, Oh, you're new. You're taking referrals. I will send you people. Oh. And I was just like blown away, you know, cause it was just like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like <laughs> I thought we were competitors and it was just like, it's super collaborative. Oh. Um, and so once I figured that out, I joined all the organizations, um, that are, you know, that are in the industry, IECA, HECA, um, WACA, you know, there's a bunch of like acronyms out there. Um, and I just started to meet people and I went to conferences and, uh, and just let people know that I existed. And once I let everyone in the industry understand that I was here, 
it started to really explode, you know, and like opportunities and referrals and everything like that. Um, you know, much more than all the hard work that I had done prior to that of just like pounding the pavement and trying to, you know, go visit high school counselors and, and talk to, you know, high school baseball teams and things like that. Um, you know, really getting, understanding the industry, understanding the people that were in it and, and letting them know that I existed and was somebody that was responsible and was somebody that if they referred a client to me, that I was going to take care of them. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I, I would have thought the, where it's like that, that, you know, going to the one-on-one being like, Hey, like, do you have, you know, to coaches or schools or whatever, um, it's interesting then to, you know, just going into this space and being like, Hey, I'm, I'm here uh, yep. <laughs> and I can be uh, trusted. And, you know, cause that is a good point. It's like, there's so many, like, you know, if you're in space, like everyone kind of just wants the best for them. So. And I, and I found that like that the, the UC Berkeley certification and, and the joining of organizations and things like that, uh, parents and kids don't, I mean, kids especially don't care about that. <laughs> parents don't really care about it. They've never heard of any of the organizations. They're just looking for somebody who's going to take care of their kid. Uh, but the other counselors, it's a very, it's very much like a certification and a, a badge of, you know, like, Hey, you know, you're a member of these organizations. You abide by certain principles. You went through the UC Berkeley course, like, okay, I I'm comfortable you know, referring people to you because I feel like you are going to be responsible. Oh, that's interesting. So it is, it's like knowing what your different stakeholders care about. And one of those mm-hmm. stakeholders, I mean, there's the the client side, right? But then one of them is like, okay, there's there's a whole nother world out there of people who can refer you and work with you. Um, and so you need to make sure you know what they care about. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also have do- like dove into blogs recently um are you seeing that that's helping you like connect more with the community and get your name out there um is it just a way to share information like what are you seeing on that front yeah it's it's been it's really been awesome to see you know it it kind of flourish in like the the areas that i wouldn't have really expected it Mm. um you know, it's not that there's people out there necessarily who are finding it. And then, you know, they're like, oh, wow, I'm looking for somebody, uh, you know, for my kid, and I'm gonna hire Joe. Um, It's more that I've, like, all of my previous contacts on LinkedIn, all the people I worked with at Cal and at University of the Pacific and University of San Francisco, and, and people I went to college with and played baseball in college with, like they're all reaching out to me going like, Oh, that was a good article. Like, I didn't even know you were doing this now. Um, Like good to see, you know, and, and it's just like, so, so that is growing that network, you know, it's really helping with kind of growing the network there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, it also just helps obviously with, you know, SEO and, and driving traffic to, uh, to the website. Cause if you, you know, I've, I've found like, if, if there isn't, you know, content being put on there, then, then Google just kind of ignores you. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's hard to, like, you know, I Google, Google, you know, college advisor in my area 
you know, a, a thousand times and, and I'm not popping up on the top, uh, you know, the top results. And it's like, how do I make this happen? <laughs> um, and so, blo- you know, blogs is definitely one of the ones that has really, really helped. That's good to know. Yeah, I know. I always wonder where it's like, even the podcast sometimes will be like, how there's some people where they'll find me and I'm like, how did you find me? Like, how, <laughs> how do I even make myself findable? Um, yeah. So, and you know, with yours, like you really need people to, to reach out. Um, and you, I mean, obviously you can do your own side, but it turns into like, oh yeah, I had a friend who, you know, if, went and they worked with someone and they were able to get into their dream college to play their sport, right? Like division one mm-hmm. and they're, they're enjoying it. And it's like, Oh, okay. I should, I should reach out. Like my kid wants to go whatever, yeah. you know, it's like very word of mouth. Yeah. Um, so with the one um, setting up your business and something as fluctuating, I guess it's, it's hard to, predict how many um, customers you might get and and different timing that you're going to send and all those types of things. Do you have any recommendations um, or guidelines that you've used for price setting? Um, How to go about that if someone's looking to start a business that it is more like it's kind of all on them necessarily. You're not looking at like price of goods. Um, It's more like your time. Um, what are some like price setting guidelines that you'd recommend or that you've used? This has probably been the area that I've, I've struggled with the most, um, (laughs) is, you know, is, I've gone through a few iterations, like, um, you know, and I would just say like the biggest thing has been research, you know, Mm. and, and just going out, like you have to understand the market that's out there. You have to understand you know, the industry that you're in, how much, you know, like what your time is worth and where you stand in the industry. And then, you know, it, 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 I'm in a funny, uh, a funny industry because it is very much different, you know, location to location. Um, you know, in New York City, the prices that people charge are outrageous. Um, in the Bay Area, it's crazy. I'm, you know, I'm in Northern California, a little bit outside of that. It's, you know, it's, it's higher uh, than other places, you know, it's like, so you have to kind of know, know the market and know what, what people can afford and then just go around and everybody has their own different strategy. I've talked to, you know, essentially every person who, who uh, runs one of these businesses, one of the questions, I'm not getting out of a conversation with a person without asking them like what their package structure is like, (laughs) or do they do hourly or, you know, and, and really going through it and then just kind of having iterations on it and, and kind of following what works. You know, I started out only doing hourly um, because that was what one of my friends was doing. Uh, you know, the person who kind of inspired me to, to start this business uh, and she, you know, and she's doing really well. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just yeah. going to do that. People are going to pay it. Um, and then I found that without kind of like the reputation that she has of years mm. of, you know, families coming back and recommending it to their friends, people were like, uh, you know, I'd love to have kind of like a set price that I know I'm going to pay for this. Mm. Um, and so people were just kind of balking at the idea of hourly. <laughs> and I was like, even people that I felt like in a sales call, I was having like a really good rapport with, 
at the end they were just like mm, okay yeah, yeah. i don't know about that and so eventually i was just like okay i have to have some sort of a set package deal yeah <laughs> and so like, i added enough. that on i added that on you know last year and i've had more with that uh, you know with with just people committing to that package um but you know, I, I still offer the hourly and I'm, and I'm kind of fidgeting with the different ways that the package might come, you know, offering lower price and higher price. And, you know, it's like, there's, I, I still haven't quite figured it out. Yeah. That's interesting though. Cause it's a good point though. It's like, you're going to do the research, set something, and then you can adjust realistically. It's not, um, and being, feeling comfortable to adjust to what you're seeing and getting feedback and knowing, knowing your yourself in the business enough and the customers to be like, okay, did they deny that? Like, do they not want to do this? Do they seem uncomfortable with the pricing? Like, you know, what were they saying exactly? And, um, and trying to adjust to that. Yeah. And just like, you know, not being afraid to copy what other people do. You know, and like, like, you know, I, I got in trouble a little bit early on where I was trying to kind of like reinvent the wheel and be like, <laughs> you know, oh, this is going to be a brilliant pricing plan that I'm going to come up with. And then it's just like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are really successful and they're doing it, you know, in this way. Like, that's probably they, they probably <laughs> know something, you know, and and not trying to be the smartest person in the room. That's fair. And and thinking about it, even from the consumer point of view, right? Like you do, you end up like naturally we, we compare, right? Like the internet nowadays, you can look anything up and be like, mm-hmm. okay, how are they pricing comparing? So it's, it is, it's like realistically, like people kind of expect something. And so they're like, it might break out to the exact same, right? If you're doing like hourly versus a package and someone's like, well, well their package is this much and how many hours am I going to spend? And you're like, okay, you know what, here, there's two, two options yeah. <laughs> or, you know, so, so just knowing what, what else is out there and what they're going to see when they, when they look you up or try and use your business and making sure that you're, it's at least formatted in a way that's more like digestible to compare. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, what are some of the top challenges you have faced when getting started or currently are facing um, when it comes to, you know, being your own boss? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the consulting space, you know, no matter if it's college or if it's business or, you know, HR or, or anything, it's, you know, it's really in those referral based businesses, mm-hmm. it's that, you know, getting those first clients, you know, is really the toughest part. And it's awesome if you can come, you know, from a space where people are going to follow you from a bigger company or something like that. Um, But, you know, in this, I was kind of breaking out, breaking out onto my, you know, on my own. Um, And there's a lot of kind of time where you're doing things where you're not getting paid. Um, and that's been a big challenge and, and being comfortable with that and being like, I know that this is an in- investment that I'm making, um, mm-hmm. you know, as I'm sitting here, like tooling around with my website, uh, you know, whereas before, even when I was working for, you know, the other college advising company, you know, things that I was doing that weren't going to be charged 
to a client directly, I was getting paid for them, you know, mm -hmm. like some of the background administrative work because um, I was working and I was working for the company and I was doing this and I was doing that. But now, like, I have to be doing work for a client <laughs> to justify them. charge. So if I'm working on my website, yeah, I mean, like overall, that $200 an hour, whatever it is, is going into that. Yeah. you know, is, is, is paying for my time to build a website and to set up an LLC and to work with a CPA and do all of those things. But I can't put that onto an invoice and send that to a client and be like, you know, you're paying for one sixty fourth of this time. Um, <laughs> you know, and so being comfortable with the uncomfortableness of doing, you know, 10 hours of work and not getting paid a dollar for it. Yeah. Um, is really, really hard to get used to. Um, and I have, you know, and it, like, I get stressed out by it sometimes. And I'm just like, oh my God, I just worked so hard and made no money. Yeah. That's, you know, and, and you do, especially now, like, I'm sure you're putting way more upfront into it oh, than, yeah. you know, maybe a year or two from now when it's pretty, you know, the website's looking great, you know, it's just yeah. like working with the clients. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and, and so I'm in that, I'm coming out of that period now, mm, which is good awesome. where, you know, it's like the, and, and that was the good thing about kind of the gradual way that I started this business was that I was able to, I was working with that company and with my, you know, with a, with clients. And I had that kind of like a guaranteed you know, like, yeah. all right, I've got these 20 students this year. And as I'm building up all of these things, I'm able to kind of, you know, like know that I have that much. And then it's not enough to, you know, it's not enough to live, but it's enough to just kind of survive and get, get by and build everything up that I need to build. And then, you know, kind of go out on my own this, you know, and then after that, it was, you know, it's been uncomfortable, but, uh, but, you know, like, it's it's necessary work yeah yeah and that's how you're gonna grow it's like all those up front and then you're gonna you know it's gonna get to the point where you're like okay cool now I'm actually you know yeah. consistently I guess like it's a one-to-one -one. like someone pays you for the hour you're doing and that's yeah. the actual hour that you're doing and I it's not I can't wait yeah yeah you're like it's coming <laughs> one day that's awesome though and all the I mean the, the writing the blogs and all these things that are that are going to have the the or are already having the you know benefits of growing the network and the business um but it definitely especially I'm sure you're like testing out different strategies right so you're like all right is this even worth my time yeah I don't know we'll oh. find out after I dedicate some hours to it and see if anything pays out yeah I'm migrating on to like my third customer platform <laughs> in the last like year right now you know where it's like I started on one and then I went to another then I went back to the first one and now I'm going to a different <laughs> one I just can't quite find you know the platform that gives me everything that I want and mm. I'm I'm obsessed with kind of like you know efficiency and uh yeah. and you know like functionality and everything and I have to I I know that I'm gonna find something at some point that works for me but it's like all the work of transferring everything from one to the other to just transfer it again you know a little bit down the line like you know that kind of stuff has been a has been a big challenge yeah no that's really good feedback um and then 
just closing it out, is there any um, final advice you want to leave the audience with? Like if someone else wants to do something similar where they want to sell um, uh, themselves, like as whether it's advising or coaching or, you know, um, uh, but starting their own business where they're, they're selling their knowledge in a sense, right? And, and guiding someone through whatever that may look like. Um, any advice? Yeah, I mean, I, I read a book early on in this whole process um, called So Good They Can't Ignore You uh, oh. by Cal Newport. And it really changed the way that I thought about everything. Um, it, it, it very much speaks to a person who is considering going into, you know, a solo uh, knowledge-based consulting business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's about the, the title comes from uh, Steve Martin. Uh, the comedian who, you know, somebody asked him, like, there, he was talking about how, you know, comedians, uh, young comedians always come up and say, like, what do I need to do to make it big? Um, and they always wanted advice, like, oh, you should hire this agent, or mm. you should play this club or do this. Um, and he was just like, and his advice was always just be so good that they can't ignore you. <laughs> and, you know, and, and nobody wanted to hear that. They wanted to hear like the, the, the trick, like the short, um, the you know the the shortcut to getting to be this you know famous comedian and that really resonated with me you know and 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 he just kind of goes through that book and talks about you know what sort of you know what industry are you in what capital what career capital do you have um and how do you you know how do you take that and and bring value to people um, and then just kind of walking it through, you know, through the process, like, you know, little taking little bets um, throughout, you know, and, and that's kind of the process that I followed where it was like, you know, I didn't want to go straight from what I was doing into, you know, all off on my own. So it was like, okay, I'm gonna take this course while I'm still working at Cal. That worked. Okay, I'm gonna, you know, switch and work for this other company you know, while, while finishing the courses. Okay. That worked. Okay. Now I'm ready to take this next step and just doing it in like small Mm -hmm. bite-sized chunks. Um, and then the, you know, the other, the final big part, uh, you know, that really, that really, you know, hit for me is the idea of deliberate practice. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, which is like practicing, and this was big for me coming from the world of, co- you know, like baseball coaching, yeah. um, practicing in the way that is going to make you best and not in the way that's the most fun. You know, mm. like mm-hmm. we used to make fun of our players all the time because they just wanted to like go and they only wanted to hit like, you know, batting practice from coaches who were throwing like nice, easy, you know, like <laughs> butter balls right down the middle. And we would always bring out the the pitching machine and, you know, be throwing curveballs at 75 miles an hour and they hated it, you know, but it's like, this is what's going to make you better. Um, and so the idea of deliberate practice, like getting better, figuring out what it is that is going to differentiate you in the industry and then really attacking that with intention. And like, for me, that looks like, you know, I set aside an hour every week 
to do like two hours of study on colleges, mm. you know, and I just read college profiles from around the country um, in various books or online or whatever it is. I, I do it in books because I like to, I don't want to, I get too distracted by computers. Um, <laughs> so it's like on books and it's just, you know, sit there at a coffee shop and just read about, you know, Carleton College in Minnesota uh, for a couple of hours every week. And it's painful. You know, it's like, there's a lot of times where I'm like, you know, (laughs) yeah, they all sound the same. They're starting to run together. These little like liberal arts colleges around, around the country. Um, But that's the, that's the thing that separates, you know, Mm -hmm. the good from the bad is the ability to provide, you know, to tell a kid about Carleton college when they never would have heard of it before. Yeah. That's so true. So set yourself apart. Be so good. They can't ignore you. I like that. I'm going to have to go read that book. I recommend it to everybody who <laughs> I love it. I'm a big uh, audiobook person, so it's going on. Yes. Yeah. Um, this has been amazing. I think so much like good, useful, and practical advice that someone can, you know, listen to today and then go act on tomorrow, which I think um, is awesome and really inspiring to see someone doing it, you know, taking the steps um and getting where they want to be so best of luck um with slater admissions advising i hope um you know continues to grow and continues to get people over there and if you are a listener and whether you have like friends family kids um that are looking to go forth in this path um you can always check out slateradvising.com and he does have different packages on there so right now Um, I think I saw a different couple ones, right? So there's the NCAA package, um, which is for the athletes, but you have two more, right? Yeah, I have, uh, you know, like a comprehensive, all, you know, all included nuts to bolts, whatever you need that, you know, that uh, helps kids with career planning, major selection, um, you know, all the way through the admissions process from start to finish, plus, you know, all the way through their decision and their graduation. And I tell parents all the time, it's like, you know, if you do the comprehensive package, like you've got me essentially for as long, for forever, you know? <laughs> um, and I have kids that I've worked with in previous years who send me emails that are like, you know, Hey, I'm like applying to get into a business fraternity. Like, could you look at this essay that I wrote? Oh, and I'm awesome. like happy to do it. Um, and then I just do an hourly, um, you know, because there are some families that really are, are they like that better they're like we want to pick and choose we think that you know that we need this 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 and this and i am just like hey i'm i'm here to provide whatever you need and a lot of times people switch from hourly into package when they realize like how much (laughs) work there is to be done um but you know yeah so i i provide you know i i offer whichever one people are most comfortable with that's awesome. And it's cool to see like all the different, cause there are, there's so many facets to that. And I feel like yeah. if you don't pay attention to all of them, it can lead you to being unhappy at a college um, <laughs> and, and we don't want that. Right. So uh, that's awesome. Um, uh, I'm excited to see uh, that keep growing and hopefully, hopefully get a, get a couple listeners going your way. Um, um, I, you're, I mean, you've taught me everything. I know about it. And I went through, I mean, I was a college athlete and went through the process and I'm like, yeah. Oh, so that's how 
you get found by the good ones. Got it. You know, like, so, so it's been cool. Yeah. Everybody in, everybody in the, who works in this industry is just like, man, I wish I had this when I was going through, you know, (laughs) and like, and I'm the same way. It was just like, I sit here now and I'm like, man, I did not know what I was doing. Yeah. It's like, and you learn, I mean, the more, the more students you see getting into the colleges, right. The more you're seeing, the more you're like, Oh, this is what worked for this sport or, or, you know, coaches were really reactive to this. And, you know, as social media and things change, like you also, you know, those things might change. Right. I mean, back in the day, you used to like print something on a, your reel on like a DVD or something and mail it to them. <laughs> yeah, I mailed I mailed VHS tapes to the University <laughs> of Hawaii, <laughs> which dates me a little bit. Um, but you can always tell when you talk to people like when they went through how old they are based on what their coach outreach was, you know, what <laughs> platform that took place on. You know, That's so true. you were on DVDs. That means you're a little bit younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mainly, I was still at the point where you you were like emailing and could get really bad footage. Like you had to have like a video camera to get footage. But um, I mean, nowadays, I'm like, listen, just grab your parent, get them an iPhone. Yeah, there's there's no excuse excuse to not have good video anymore. Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much. Uh, This has been outstanding. Uh, And really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. We are lucky to be one of the top 20% of podcasts and growing so much every year. Uh, And that's thanks to you guys. So keep sharing that knowledge and wisdom and let us know how we can continue to grow and help you.